Welcome to the Wash Now Podcast. And on this episode, Chris and I, we just have a conversation. We cover a lot of different topics. Had a great time shooting the episode. Um, hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, remember to like and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcast, all of those places that you get your quality podcast. And we're on there too. So, um, yeah, have a good one. And here you go. The Washdown Podcast. Just us talking. Well, I mean, since we're not worried about YouTube anymore. It doesn't, Fuck YouTube. It doesn't fucking matter. Fuck them. Well, you said something I don't agree with. Shut the fuck up. You know Dude, what? Well, I see things and hear things all the time I don't agree with. You know what I do? I put on my big boy pants. I'm like, that's cool, man. Yeah. Well, the part let's go let's go eat lunch together. The the part that pisses me off, and if you guys don't know what we're talking about, check out our Instagram. Um, we just put a video up uh, last week about it. Um, the part that pisses me off is the fact that other channels can upload stuff and they don't get taken down, um, and it's no different than like actually we were talking about what was on another YouTube channel, <laughs> and but we get our stuff taken down and then the strike you're only supposed to be uh unable to upload for a week it's going on a month now because i had to complete a training about medical misinformation what was it they did and wasn't it in 1984 in the book where you had to go through some training if you went against what government was doing oh, yeah. well they just did it to jordan peterson in canada yeah, yeah same thing they he, wanted him to go through social media training yeah so he could be yeah fuck them nice dude one. and he's not saying anything wrong he's no I, I he's actually one of the few people i agree with most of what he says yeah every once in a while i'm like nah, i don't agree with that but that's cool well you know it's not everything is for everybody no and but most of what he says i agree with yeah well, here's the thing, like whenever there's scientific data that backs up what I am saying, but you're going to call it medical misinformation. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Like it's fucking ridiculous. YouTube's a perfect example of the, um, fuck. it's still too early. My brain's not working right. <laughs> Where you, uh, confirmation bias. They're a perfect example of it. Oh yeah. They want everything to be an echo chamber. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll see how that works out for them. Just like when you look up, if is coffee good for you? Well, yeah. Then you look up, is coffee bad for you? Fuck no, it ain't good for you. But you know what? It's both. You know what? On that note, the issue that we had. Um, My coffee tastes delicious, by the way. Um, Yeah. I didn't make any because I worked out this morning. Um, I didn't get up till 8 o'clock, 8.30. <laughs> Uh, so that article that I sent you the other day about the CO2 extinguishers. It's um, not even an article, man. It was the abstract. It, I know. I have but, to go find the article now. So I just haven't done it yet. I'm going to find that art, find the article and print it off. So I had the website that I was on was the whole article. I don't know why it only sent everybody the abstract. So, but the very next article underneath it was how it was a different organization saying, no, they're completely safe. Well, I have scientific data that proves they are not. So it all you depends on... You can still on, get fucking shocked. It all depends on where you... How how close you are. 
the energy level. But that's not what the article said. Yeah. The article said, no, they are 100% safe. Yeah. It is not possible. The other article goes, well, yeah, no, it's possible. Yeah. Here, here's what happened to us during our testing. Yeah. So they probably did a different test and they found it. And I mean, I had to look at when both articles were written. Yeah. Because you can have something come out and say, hey, this is 100% like this or whatever, because that's what we found. Yeah. And then another one comes out a year later. It's like, hey, that article's not right, but they still don't take it down. Yeah. Or retract it. Yeah. Because it's on so many different and so many different libraries and the internet's forever. Yeah. So and fuck just the internet too. For all of you firefighters out there, um, CO2 extinguishers, um, that's our go to for electrical fires. Be aware that if you are close, like right up on it, and you're trying to put out a junction box or uh, a fry machine <laughs> that's burning underneath, um, you can get shocked. So, because it just had to happen. I'm just, I'm curious how far <clears throat> back you need to be to eliminate that risk. What the minimum safe distance yeah. is. My guess would be five, six to 10 feet. I don't even think it's that far. I think you just need to be out of the snow because I think that's what the issue was and not be grounded. Yeah. So don't have the extinguisher on the ground. Don't have a knee on the ground, which in the situation that happened, it was unavoidable. Now nah, you got to put the short guy there. Well, that's another conversation. Um, or you just wait until the power is completely disconnected. Or that. So. I'm okay shutting down power to the entire building. Yeah. I don't care about your menus and your yeah. cash registers. Well, it, we'll talk about that offline. So the 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 moral of the story basically is, yes, it is. You can still get shocked, even though it says you can't. So, yeah, always err on the side of safety. Uh, yeah, it's hard to hard to get people to do that, especially when it's your job. Tunnel vision, man. Yeah, we're all guilty of it. Yeah, well, it's the the good idea fairy starts, you know, and I forgot to silence my phone, although it didn't go off but new phone i don't know how to work it just yet hopefully that silenced it we'll find out you got an iphone right no android all the way baby oh that's right you're one of those weird guys saw it saw a clip you're on, the you're the one percent i i saw a clip on uh it was instagram with this comedian talking about how android users are discriminated against because they have androids <laughs> and it was a black guy and he goes i'm more discriminated against using my android than i am for being black then then he just goes off on this like hilarious fucking rant about it it's <laughs> awesome if i could remember his name i'd tell you but i can't so yeah because your phone's stupid <sighs> whatever bro you don't even use it properly. All you do is answer phone calls and text. You have a that, you need a flip phone. That's what a phone is for. You need a flip phone. <laughs> that's what you need. You're still stuck at 1995. Whatever, bro. You need it a Zach does, Morris phone. It does. Uh, God, that would be awesome. I would take one of those. For do you want sure. the brick or the flip phone that he had? I want the brick. I had the brick. It sucked. I want the brick, and I want a belt holder for it. Hey, pull your pants down. 
I just tightened my belt up a little bit. The thing was so heavy. I had one. <laughs> that was my first phone. <laughs> and then and then we got the flip phones at yeah. 10 minutes a month. That was it. Well, it was emergencies only. Yeah. Yeah. I lost the flip phone a couple of times. To be honest, I loved my flip phone. Those things were indestructible. Are you talking about the smaller ones? Yeah. Yeah. I had the Razor. That thing was fucking amazing. Uh, See, you're the only person I know that had a Razor that says that. Everybody loved the Razor. Every other person I know that had a Razor hated it. Everybody I've ever talked to that had the Razor loved it. Yeah. Well, I had the LG flip phones. I can't tell you how many times I fucking dropped those out of the fire truck, like all the way out, and just picked them up and mm-hmm. put them in my pocket, and it kept working. I'll tell you what phone I'd like to have again is the Nokia. The one Nokia I had, I hated. That thing was, you talk about an indestructible brick. Mine never worked right. The The screen froze constantly. <laughs> Like any time, snake all the time on mine. Anytime that I tried to send a text with it, it would just freeze. So I'm talking. And about, I had I'm talking like about the, the the one way before texting was a thing. Oh, that very first Nokia that everybody had. Like, oh. said, oh, well, fuck. Forget which model it was. Let's just anyway. Nokia. So we've went on a rant about YouTube already. And let everybody know that this episode won't be on YouTube. No episodes will be on YouTube ever again. Um, they'll be on Spotify and all the other places that you get this podcast. Your internet sucks. Because we believe in freedom of speech and um, having being able to have open discussions. We do that here all the time. Yeah, Take a side even if you don't agree with it or not. Or you might agree with it a little yeah. bit. But yeah. you argue that point. To invoke discussion and thought. Yeah. That's what getting better is all about. Yeah. Challenge yourself. Grow a little bit. Wow. Your internet is terrible. <laughs> my internet's not terrible. Are you connected to my internet? Yeah. Hmm. Am I connected to my internet? The one thing I don't like about this new phone, it's a single. You just hit the one screen once. It's not double. Like every other fucking phone I've ever had. Mine's a single. That lights up. I'm, I'm not connected to myself or to my internet. I've only got one bar if I'm not. Let's see. Yeah, I got full power. Hmm. I think maybe it's just your iPhone. Could be. Maybe it needs to be updated. I don't know. So, anyway... How long has it been since we actually shot a podcast? It's been a month. That about, sounds about right. Yeah. Vacations and just... I, I got one in November coming up because our anniversary is the 15th and we're going to be going to Illinois. Yeah. Which is a hotbed of vacationing. Oh, good, good. It's been a while since we've seen my, my buddy and his family, so get out there and play with the kids. Yeah. Well, have fun with that. Don't come back with any more dogs. No. He's actually taking one of our dogs. <laughs> well, she's pregnant, so. And then we're going to get her spayed, and she'll be, be a house dog. Be our house dog. Good. She's an asshole. Good. 
She's protective. I love it. <laughs> she is. All right. Well, that's what you want, man. Where is... I don't know where the good space heater is. It's kind of chilly in here. Feels good. We had the window open last night. Fuck that. I woke up with my, my arm off the bed, my, my head on my arm. It's like, ooh, my hand is really cold. Ugh. So Jane wouldn't get up for her alarm, so I just put my hand on her back. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that is so much of a thing. Of, And I see those all the time, especially on Instagram. The little funny memes mm-hmm. about relationships and stuff and the woman like the man will set his alarm and it's like one alarm and then the woman sets like 50 alarms and yeah i've got like 10 yeah it's well there's always one in the relationship not yeah. necessarily oh it's both of us male female but it's 100 percent both of us i me personally i set i set two alarms for work days I said one and then another one for 20 minutes later, just in case I don't get up for the first one. That might start going off about 4.30. 4 o'clock. 4 and 4.20. Yeah, I won't get up that early. Yeah. I get up, I make coffee, kind of putter around the house. I pretty much get up, make coffee, and leave. Yeah, I... I like to kind of slow roll into my day a little bit. I used to get up at four and work out, but I felt like I was rushing through my workout. I felt like I was just rushing in the morning. And by the time I got to the station, I was just like, and I didn't like that. So I've adjusted. Now I just work out at the station, which I worked out last day in the afternoon. And I think I kind of like that better than doing mornings. So, and I think it's probably just time of year for me because it's so cold up in the gym. That could be. Because I think they haven't switched it from air condi- the air conditioner just blows all the time. So it is. Well, yeah, it's finally working. Cold in there. Yeah, of course. Whenever we don't need it anymore. Yeah. Dude, it's whatever. The struggle's real. Such first world problems. Yeah, it is. <laughs> In the reality and grand scheme of things, it's super first world problems. But the way that the, the, a lot of these stations are built today, they're not built for airflow where you can open windows and get a breeze going. No. Well, and they're so massive. Yeah. Like, it, to be quite honest, the station is too dang big. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, uh, I can only imagine what the heating and cooling bill is, which is going to be bad anyway because of... Well, with all the changes they made? Well, with the, having the bay doors and then having them open and close and you're constantly mm-hmm. losing heat and those doors aren't insulated, really. Well, now when our power company changed the way they bill. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. Oh, no. Our bill went up. We were paying like 100 and. 40 a month. The first month they did it, 240. It's not supposed to have taken effect yet. No, it took effect already. It wasn't supposed to take effect till like I think the end of this month. Nope. Well. So I'll tell you we don't need to get into that discussion, but I will tell you 
um, when we get offline about how that happened and who's actually responsible. We talked about it. Yeah. Yeah, no. It ain't the power company's fault. No. So, that's your state regulators. Damn do-gooders. It's not even do-gooders. They're paid off by a a solar company lobbyist group. The do-gooders. Yeah. Like, this is clean. No, it's not. Yeah. This is better. No, it's not. Not yet. Can it be? Absolutely can be. Could be. I'm not opposed to different sources of power, but don't rush it out too early. Yeah. So, <clears throat> it's, it's totally different, but I never buy a first-generation gaming console, ever. They did it once. It had nothing but issues. Because it wasn't ready. They rushed it. Just like you don't buy the first year of a new car. Yep. When they when they change everything, like that, so that truck I had, mm-hmm. had a 10-point transmission in it. Fucking horrible. Because it's brand new. They don't have all the bugs and the kinks worked out of it yet. That's why you wait. Yeah. Don't rush it. Get it done right. This whole yeah. this whole um, thought process of, oh, we got to be first. We got to be first. No. No, make it work. I'll wait. Make it work right. Most people will wait for something good. Yeah. So, well. It- or you're going to learn a lesson the hard way. Yeah, and a lot of this stuff impacts us directly, like, with our job. Like, solar-powered, solar power is a huge, huge safety issue Yeah, for firefighters, especially in a residential setting. So, you're adding weight to a roof because we've changed our construction practices that it's not designed to hold. Yeah, construction practices suck. Yeah. Go look up gusset plates. Yeah. Just take a look. Yeah. That's what's holding your roof up. So you're you're adding that weight to the roof. Then you're adding a l- extra electrical lines. Then the battery issue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a recipe for disaster, and you can't disconnect that shit. Nope, it's always charged. Yeah, even when you shut it off, it still has a charge. Yeah. So, I mean, me personally, I'd like to see that go away. Or it's illegal to put it on the roof. Yep. Which a lot of HOAs don't allow it. Yeah, it if you like live shit. in an HOA we've area. Got, we've got one in our neighborhood. It's right when you, it's the very first house. I'm sure yeah. you've seen it when you pull in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. It looks like shit. Yeah. But you're worried about somebody parking a trailer in their driveway. Yeah. A nice trailer. Well, don't get me started on HOAs, man. I, they're, they're the work of the devil. They are... Yeah, constant source of frustration. And the people who are in charge of HOAs are Satan's spawn. (laughs) (laughs) Said what I said, and I mean it. Uh, Well, I mean, it's just like politicians. Stupid, arbitrary rules. Yeah. Like the whole thing that's going on with our fucking people trying to select a Speaker of the House now and all of their bullshit. Mm Mm-hmm. Like the, I was oh, watching, Jim see, yeah, well, here's the thing. Like, we'll talk about that because I'm not worried about YouTube anymore. So fuck them. Um, but so I was watching the news this morning or maybe it was last night and they were talking about the whole Jim Jordan thing. And this congressman is like, you know, talking to this reporter and, you know, I tried to get him even off the record and blah, blah, blah to admit that Trump lost the election. 
Well, of course he's not going to fucking admit, even if he believes one way or the other, he's not going to fucking tell you that because it's not off the record. Because what did you do? As soon as you left the meeting in his office, you went to a reporter Mm -hmm. who is now blasting it all over the news on CNN. Yep. Uh, Excuse me. Did I take a dum-dum pill? Like, what the fuck? Well, in this whole, I'm not a fan of how we do elections where we vote. Something needs to be. Something needs to change, to where it's extremely transparent. Well, so, here's here's the the main thing that needs to change is there should be term limits. Well, yeah, and it, it needs to be in, in Congress. In Congress, needs there needs yes. to be there. There absolutely has to be, and also like the lobbying thing. Oh, you mean legalized bribes? Yes, legalized bribes need to go away a hundred percent. Or or. It could be like NASCAR. I saw that years ago. I think it was a meme. Yes. You have to wear, everybody you've taken money from, you got to wear a patch on your jacket. Yep. And it has to be visible. Yep. That way we know who owns you. Yep. So there's that, um, the hell is his name? He's a Republican candidate. Uh, I believe he's Indian American. Are you talking about that? I can't think of, I can't think of his name. Uh, he's, I know, a, he's a business I know. owner. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. The one that stole Obama's speech word for word. I don't know. Yeah. That was his first speech at the debate. He stole Obama's fucking speech word for word <laughs> about being a skinny brown kid, blah, blah, blah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. But I, I'm not I'm not advocating for him. I just yeah. saw a video of him the other day and a lady very angrily asked him why he thinks he's qualified to be president mm-hmm. when he has no government or political experience. Mm-hmm. I tell you, he handled it great. And he was like, you're right. I don't have any experience. But the people who've been in charge for 30, 40 years are fucking things up, aren't they? I mean, of course, he said it way more elegantly than I than I did, but isn't it time for a change? And that's where term limits come in. So my phone was not muted. Nope. By the way, you don't have a little button on the side to go to vibrate. So I pushed it all the way down, and it showed zero, but it did not uh, do anything for the notifications. So that happens. I ain't worried about it. Yeah. So I'll just have to remember to do that. And that phone does not vibrate with crap. None of them do. But I remember the old phones. You put it on your nightstand and vibrate. That shit would wake you up. Yeah. And now you, I don't. Even in my pocket, I don't feel it. Yep. I don't hear it. Yeah. So I don't leave it on. Vibrate. Here's what I've noticed, and we'll get back to the politics in a minute. But what I've noticed about this phone is, so the phone itself is super light. The case itself, super light. Put them together. This fucking thing weighs like three pounds now. And there's no reason, like you add both things together, you it's a couple ounces, but you, I mean, individually, they're a couple ounces. You put them together and it's fucking heavy. It's in your head. It's not in my head. It was pulling my shorts off. Whenever I was wearing shorts at the station last day, I put it in my pocket because I'm getting ready to go on a call and my shorts started fucking sliding down. Like it is that much heavier. Well, your phone shouldn't be in your pocket anyway. 
Dude, it happens. Mine's always in my pocket. Yeah, mine's always in my pocket. That's why my, That's why you always have the issues with the screen protector. I don't have a screen protector on mine. Man. That's what the case is for. That's living, why it's got a raised edge. Living dangerously. You know what? I've only ever broken... I've broken two screens the whole time that I've had phones. And one was... Before I had a case, the case that I had didn't have the raised edge and I dropped it off the couch onto a concrete floor. I was at the station and it slid right off and and it broke and it cracked the bottom well, the, of it. The screen protector is not going to yeah. protect it from the fall. So, and then I dropped one out of the fire truck. And I've, I've dropped this one out of the broke. fire truck and nothing. Yeah, I mean, the, the case protects most of it. And if it's got the raised edge, it should protect the screen. Mm-hmm. But the screen protector is more from like chips, keys, and scratch. Yeah, knives, scratches. That's why the like only that. thing that goes in my pocket is this. I don't put keys in that pocket until you do. I don't. I have a routine. Yeah, I know where everything is at. Yeah, all my stuff goes in the same pocket. Every once in a while, something gets put in your pocket that isn't normal. Never in that pocket. Okay. I'm just telling you, dude. That's the way I live my life. Don't be judgy. You don't know me, son. (laughs) I need new friends. Yes, yes, Mm. you do. Or none. I think I'm leaning towards none. Yeah. So the thing with politics, like the American people, obviously we don't trust our politicians, right? <laughs> and if if you go, like you can even take that down to talk to media. talk to firefighters um, from other departments or whatever. There's a serious mistrust in their leadership as well. Whenever it comes to like, especially now, because this is a nationwide issue, we're all short staffed, right? And the most leadership, like loosely call it leadership. Well, let's not call it leadership. Let's just call it admin from now on. So most admin is will talk out of both sides of their mouth of talking about mental health, but then also we have to staff these these fire trucks and ambulances. So there has to be a balance there. But I think it. You know, you could equate politicians and and admin and the american people or the members who staff the rigs all in the kind of same way yes there is a problem with mental health and yes we got to staff the rigs and yes we have a staffing problem and yes we have pay problems we and we have tons of other issues so how do you fix them okay i don't have the answer you don't have the answer Admin doesn't have the answer, but maybe, just maybe, if we all actually sit down and have the, an open conversation, you take rank away, you take t- take time on the job away, and we'll figure it the fuck out. Yeah. Well, I think... And we're going to have to compromise. I think a lot of these issues that we're facing, well, not a lot, but some of these issues that we're facing right now in the fire service could be alleviated if we were fully staffed. Yes. I think staffing 
is the so, major root of the problem. How do we get people to want this job? Because that's the issue. We're yeah. not getting the applicants. And a lot of places, the people that they are hiring are coming from other departments. Yeah. So we're robbing, robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't have a good answer for how to staff it. I definitely think being open and honest with the public about what we actually do would be a good start. I think some of the issues the public has with us, you know, which it's not many, but there, there are some, some of its attitude. And it's because we're burnt out and tired and we don't work like we used to. I feel like we run more calls that we shouldn't. Yeah. And we're running calls that we never used to. Yeah. I also think it goes back to school. Like when you're in grade school and, you know, I know it's a little thing and some people are against it and that's fine, but like saying the Pledge of Allegiance every day and stealing that sense of duty to your country, to your community, to your family and kind of wanting to, to serve. Well, a lot of that starts in the home. It does. So, and this, that's an interesting thing I saw and I haven't looked up the numbers. And so I don't know if that's correct, but they're saying 40% of kids being born now, single parent homes, like the parents aren't married. They live separately. So even, even marriage is gone way down and that's a product of social media and people seeing a certain lifestyle. Like it works for some people and that's fine. I'm not saying you got to be married. You're going to walk your own path, but there is something to having a mother and a father in the home. And even, even if you're, um, a gay couple, I still think you can have those roles. But there's something definitely different. I don't know how to say it without trying. I'm not trying to offend anybody. <laughs> no, I mean, you got to have a, a male and a female role model. There's things my mom taught me that my dad couldn't. Mm-hmm. There's things my dad taught me that my mom couldn't. Just like with my son, he had me and a stepdad and his mom and a stepmom. And all four of us taught him things the other three couldn't because we all have different experiences. And teaching teaching a boy to be a man is extremely difficult. Teaching a girl to be a woman is extremely difficult. I have no idea what she's going through because I never experienced those. Just like my wife and my ex-wife never experienced what it was like growing up as a boy to become a man. So you can't teach me those lessons. My mom cannot teach me those lessons to be a man because she didn't have that experience or my dad did. I know people get mad about gender roles, but they're true. And we have to teach people how to, how to be an adult. So you're, the world views you as a man differently than it does you as a woman. That's reality. Now, am I saying that men can't do the things women do? Yeah, you can do them. Women can do things, a lot of things men can do. There's things that women can do that men can't and vice versa. There's a lot of things women do that men just cannot fucking do at all. 
but you have to teach people these things and that that leads to a better society right well teaching people to i'm I'm, I'm really walking the tight line here (laughs) well i think the bottom line is just in general teaching people to be a fucking grown-up and be an adult and take responsibility for their actions that leads to a better society yeah so my so jane and i fight about this all the time and how she's a giver and i'm a taker is that what she says mm-hmm. so she is she's, she's very giving she cooks dinner every night but she's a better cook do we want to eat shit food or do we want to eat good food i have no problem doing dishes i don't do them up to her standards so she usually yells at me <laughs> and takes over they're clean it was just like when we were at the one station mm-hmm. and we had one firefighter who was extremely anal about how things were cleaned. So he would come behind you and clean it again. So why should I clean? Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, so, we can get to a whole but, but there's things that I think about that. All right. So putting air in a tire, it's not hard, right? Yeah. She can do it, but she doesn't expect, she expects me to do it. It's, just, it's little things where it's the yin and yang, and you balance each other out. And that's kind of where we're at in a society where, no, I'm not. we're not yin and yang anymore. I'm the whole package. No, you're not. Nobody is. Yeah. I'd like to disagree so we could discuss, but I don't. Just like there's that... Um, theory out there that and I forget which religion does it where uh, humans were had two arms and two legs and two heads or I mean four legs four arms and two heads and we're split in half you have to find your other half I've to, never heard that to balance each other out never yeah, you, have, you, have, you, have to, you have to look that one up yeah I've read this a long time ago. I don't remember all of it. It just kind of hit me. <laughs> that sounds like some sci-fi shit. But it's it's you finding your your soulmate essentially is what it's talking about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you so you go through the world and life. You find that person that makes you whole. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're always searching. And when you find them, you're complete. And it's, it goes back to yin and yang. Yeah, so it's probably an Eastern religion then. I want to say it was more Hindi. That's Eastern. I know, but not super far East. It's not like the Japanese and Chinese religions. Do you know geography? Yes. China? Yeah. India. They're right next to I each know, other. But there's, a, there's a huge difference in religions <laughs> even in there. Just like uh, just like here, there's a huge difference in Christianity. Well, yeah, there's a bunch of different sects. Yeah, same, so. same thing in the East. Yeah. But... I can't remember exactly what, what it was, but it, it, it the lesson was teaching you you got to find your other half to make you whole and to be complete. Yeah. Okay. That's the lesson. Great story. <laughs> what, bro? Someone watched The Big Bang Theory again. Oh, God. Okay. You are definitely Sheldon. Really? Yes. And he's a dick. 
Um, Sheldon is autistic. Yes. 100% yes. on the spectrum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Explain to me why I am Sheldon. And in this scenario, who are you in the Big Bang Theory? Penny? <laughs> no, I'm probably Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I mean, Sheldon is the smartest of the group. Yeah, in one area, in academia. Mm -hmm. Has no idea how to talk to people. His way is the only way. Yeah. And he's wrong most of the time when it comes to people and how to handle situations. That's not what I got from that show. Go back and watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> I never really watched it. It's just it's on HBO Max, and I was like, I just need something to put on, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I started watching. I was like, it, it's changed my perspective of the show. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he's definitely on the spectrum. But you could you could sit, and I like how you can see the character development of where they started and where they're at in the later episodes. Well, yeah, I mean, the show ran for, what, seven years, eight years? No, longer than that. It was like 14 seasons. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, good for them. Yeah, and they made a lot of money. More money than Seinfeld. Yeah, that's only because Seinfeld Let's just see. stopped early. I was never a big Seinfeld fan either. I'm not either. Maybe it was just I was too young at the time. Yeah, he ran for 12 years. But. And 12 seasons. Yeah, I'm still not a big Seinfeld fan. Like, it comes on, like, Comedy Central. Yeah. I'm just like, eh, next. Yeah. I got stuck watching it growing up because it was on NBC, and that was the only channel that we had for a long time. Yeah. So. I didn't watch a whole lot of TV as a kid just because there was. There wasn't. Now, once mean, cable kind of became, became a thing, that changed. Yeah. <clears throat> but being but you were always still forced to go outside most of the day. Yeah, I spent a large majority of my childhood outside. So And that's definitely changed. So most kids are inside on electronics, TV, iPads, computers, you know, and you dated with social media. With the internet, yeah, where they see, and you know, there's algorithms, right? Like we know that mm-hmm. it's been proven; they've admitted it to keep your eyes glued to the screen. So you watch a video that's talking shit on people who serve. Mm-hmm. That's all you're going to see. You see bad stories about people. You know, there's plenty of bad stories about cops, firefighters, medics, military mm-hmm. members. Well, and here's the thing. You don't even have to watch the video, especially on platforms like Instagram and TikTok. Like, you just have to not swipe it fast enough. Yeah. Or not click the not interested button. Like, swiping doesn't matter. It'll still start playing those. Yeah. Yeah. So you start seeing that, and that's your opinion because you don't know. So in the the 70s... They had problem with people being killed in house fires. 
and mm-hmm. and of course ye, all the years prior. So, what the fire fire service do? That's when fire prevention started, and smoke detectors were put in homes, and all of a sudden you saw the death rate just plummet. So it was about education with the public. And we don't do it like we used to. No. Well, we used to be, fire prevention used to be very involved in construction standards as well. Yeah. And it seems like... Towering Inferno is a perfect example of that. I know it's a movie. I get it. It's a great movie. I still watch it. (laughs) (laughs) But you build a high-rise and a fire breaks out on the fucking 110th floor or whatever it was in the movie. And you have no water. You can't get enough pressure up there and with your water source to actually put out a big fire. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, you know, the, the builder and one of the, the chiefs, which was Steve McQueen, um, are talking. And he goes, this is why you guys, need, basically, you get, this is why you guys need to come talk to us before you build it. And they set up a meeting to fix the issue. Yeah, after a whole bunch of people died. Yeah. And a bunch of firefighters died in the movie, and so, but there, there's a reason why it has to be a collaborative effort when we build these things. So, like, pe- like nowadays, people talk about fires are hotter. They're not hotter. They're just as hot as they used to be. They just get get to their peak temperature faster. So, yes and no. No, it's not a yes or no answer. It's I'm telling you, this, this is the research. I so I've seen the same research, and we will we can agree to disagree. So they're not technically, they're not significantly hotter, but they are hotter. They're a hundred to 200 degrees hotter. And that's, look at the research. You're talking about because, because but of the insulation. Yeah. So if you, but you're, if you talk, take, you're talking about nickels instead of pennies. So if you take the so, same furniture today that we have today, the brand new stuff and stick it in an older house. It's not going to be any hotter. It, the, the insulation keeps the heat in. Our houses are better insulated than they used to be. The products are fucking shit that are made. Your your couch is shit. Your drywall shit. Your studs and your two by fours are shit. What's better is the insulation. The windows are better. Stuff took longer to burn back in the day. Old furniture takes a lot longer to actually get fully involved. So our fires today in our newer homes are getting fully involved way faster. Mm-hmm. Construction fails way faster. So it's not not that it's hotter. It's that it gets there faster before we get there. Flashover right. occurs way faster today than it did back then Yeah, with the older stuff. Like even about the about mid-70s to early 80s is when it really changed. And then it really changed in the 90s. Mm-hmm. That's because we started making shit out of plastics. Yeah, plastics and pressed wood. Mm-hmm. It's like when you look at your furniture, it's a whole bunch of little thin sheets pushed together, mm-hmm. pressed. And then the glues and, and all that stuff. Synthetic fabrics and all this other crap. It looks nice, but it's cheap shit. Yeah. But that's, and that's our problem. So we don't keep up on on things as a society like we should. So we run into well, multiple issues. 
well, we're a disposable society. Yes. If something's broken, we throw it away. We don't fix it. We did a walkthrough the other day of a of a manufacturing plant, which we do, you know, quite often, just to see like you shouldn't have a pre plan for it. Yeah, what their what the hazards are in there and all this stuff. And this plant has been in continuous operation since like the late forties, early fifties. That's awesome. Right? So they're obviously they're making different stuff now, but it's along the same lines. And, but when you walk through the factory, like you see all of these big pieces of machinery and then you go to another section of the factory and there's a bunch of, you can tell it's used equipment that they've taken and set it to the side because I can take that part off of it. Because like Mm -hmm. one thing's bad, they can fix their shit, you know, you part it out. Yeah. Instead of, we're just going to get rid of the whole thing. So, so like for us, it's a good and bad thing. Yeah, you've you've increased your potential on fire load. Well, no, it's big heavy metal. It, yeah, it's just but, not going to burn. But the components are there's things inside they're going to burn. There's going they got oils and lubricants and fuels, depending on what the machine is. Yeah. So you're increasing your fire load and that and the toxins it puts off and all that. But they're fixing their shit. So as a society, that's a good thing. But now, with society, usually it's cheaper to buy something new than to fix it. No, it absolutely is. Or you're not able to fix it. Yeah. Well, you know, perfect example, right? And we'll go with the whole Jeep thing. So I replaced the valve cover gaskets on the Jeep. Pain in the ass. If I would have taken it to a mechanic... It would have cost me, the quote that I got was between twelve and $1,500 for them to do it. The part to be replaced, the gaskets, like 70 bucks. Yeah. Now, the process to get those gaskets off the one side, fine. The other side, fuck, I should have just paid the $1,500. It was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, there, there is some of that. Like when it comes but, to cars, it's usually a yeah. better investment to have a professional yeah. do it. But depending on what it is. Yeah. There, there, there is a breakover. So like I was going to do my brakes on my truck. Done plenty of brakes. Not that hard. Yeah. Not on the new ones with the electronic emergency brake. Fuck that. So, the, apparently there's a thing now with the car manufacturers. I was talking to the guys at the shop about this. Um, and it's very similar to what just happened with John Deere. If you're not familiar with that, Google the lawsuit against John Deere. The right to, um, I think, the right of maintenance is what it's called. Um, they are... The car manufacturers are doing what they did and making things to where you can't work on it yourself. Yeah. So, which in John Deere was, they lost that lawsuit. So now they have to allow the farmers to work on their own shit. Yeah, those guys, they're, that's a yeah. tight budget anyway. Yeah. So, but car manufacturers are making it like, well, with the valve cover thing, like you almost have to have a special tool to get two Torx head screws out. Because of the way that it was designed. Instead of designing it the exact same way 
the passenger valve cover the same as the driver's side valve cover. They put the, I want to, it's a sensor, a camshaft position sensor or something. They put it on the back of the valve cover instead of the top, which is on the top on the driver's side. Well, there's not enough room between the firewall and the engine to get the Torx head tool in there to get it out. So you have to do like a bunch of stuff. Like it took me three hours to get two screws out. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But that's the kind of stuff that they're doing. Like you look at an old car, like the old Jeep that I had is a perfect example. I could get to anything in that engine without removing anything else. But now I have to take almost the whole top end off to do anything. Like replacing spark plugs. Yeah, well, remember that that F one fifty I had. Yeah, you had to have a wrench that was like what four feet long. Yeah, that, you had to have a special tool, <clears throat> and not not the wrench itself, but the mm-hmm. extender, mm-hmm. and it had to have a special end on it. Mm-hmm. And even with that, you could still potentially break yeah. the spark plug. Yep, that's utterly ridiculous. Yeah. They Ford had so many lawsuits about that. That's why they changed that engine. Yeah, well, that engine sucked too. So yeah, that was that five four Triton. Yep, my Terrible. dad had the same. Same thing. Right at hundred about 102,000 miles, you started the click came. I was like, fucking kidding me. Yeah. It was $800 to replace spark plugs. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. So, but the thing is, they make it to where you have to have these special proprietary tools to work on your stuff, mm-hmm. and they don't allow, like mechanic shops can't even get them. So, they're trying to make it to where you yeah. have to take it back to the dealership to have your stuff worked on. So not only do they sell you your car at a re- obscene marked up price, yeah. but then all of the maintenance has to be done by them at again, an obscene marked up price. Have yep. you ever taken your car to a dealership to have work done on it? Whenever you could have taken it to a mechanic shop and had it done for half the price. Yep. So when I, so I took my grandma's car, right? When mm-hmm. she passed, I had it. I've been driving maybe a month, month and a half. I've been driving it. The dude fucking rear ends me. What? I mean, I was mad, but I'm like, shit happens. He does this. He did the same thing we all do. He saw me start to go. I saw a car come and I stopped. So he started to go and he looked. And, and boom. bam. Yeah. Like, but he dented up the the rear fender pretty good. Yeah. Need to get fixed. So I call the dealership first, try and get it in to get an estimate. And the guy's like, oh, well, it's going to be like a month, month and a half. We're booked up, which I get. Don't be wrong. I understand that. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to do that. It's like, well, I'll just go ahead and put my name in. And <clears throat> if I take it somewhere else, I'll just cancel. He's like, well, I really have you. I would really you rather keep it or not schedule it at all. Because that screws somebody else. And I'm like, really? So if I don't schedule it, I decide to bring it in. Now I'm at even further back. So it's okay for you to screw me, but if I cancel it, that person just moves up one. Yeah. I'm like, that's some great customer service, man. I was like, wow, way to, way to think about. And chances are I was going to go there because I've done so much work on our other cars, usually mm-hmm. warranty stuff. Yeah. Our cars are, are still newer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was like, you know what? Fuck off. So took him to a place by my parents' house, and it was like twelve hundred bucks to fix it. That's you know new bumper, painting it, attaching it, making sure everything else was good. Yeah, 
So no big no big deal, but if it was twelve hundred dollars there. Oh, it would have been three grand. Yeah, and I wouldn't try and this this guy was older. He owned it. He's like, Yeah, man, I fucked up. I'm sorry, I'm like, we're good, dude. You know, exchange information. So and I wasn't I'm not trying to screw him over. I'm not trying to take him for any money. I just want the car fixed. That's all I want. Yeah. And like he kinda got a little waffly there for a minute. <laughs> and I was like, Hey man, I'm being cool about this right now. Don't make me go the other way. I just want the car fixed. You don't want to go through insurance. I get it. And I'm okay with that. Don't make me be that guy. And he didn't. He, he paid for it. We were good. I mean, guy was like probably, I think he was 85. <laughs> Jeez. So. Why, yeah. why is there not a test? Like, why are you not mandated to take a test after a certain age? To keep I, your driver's license. I think we should. And to me, it's just a competency test. Just go out and drive with the guy or the or lady or whoever does the test. We hire some more people, create more jobs in the economy. And all you're doing is making sure you're still competent to drive because you've already passed all the tests. Dude, there needs to be something. And I'm cause... okay because it's going to affect us at some point. And I'm okay with it. Because I'm tired of getting behind people. In the left damn lane. Dude, I'm tired. <laughs> going slow. I'm tired of running wrecks caused by people that should not, like elderly people that shouldn't be driving. Like we ran one the other day. It was a perfect example. This guy had, he was probably in his 80s, had no business behind the wheel and just mashed this car at an intersection, continued probably 200 yards and rolled up an embankment. So he was hauling ass. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of young people that shouldn't be driving, too. Well, man, there's that. You know, there's, there's just tons of people that shouldn't be driving, period. <clears throat> but we're all, there's so many, how many times you're driving down the road and you see people on their phones? Yeah. I, so Even we, though there's a law. But there's a yeah. law. It should, it should, that should stop because yeah. there's a law. There's a law against it, yeah. Yeah. So we went to Iowa over the weekend. It's only two and a half hours. And I saw so many people on their phones or camped out in the left lane. Yeah. I did have one lady. Oh, she pissed me off. <laughs> so I pass her. No big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Well, she decides to get behind me and then proceed to be so far up my butt, I could read her hat. Mm-hmm. And then she'd back way off and then she'd come right back. And then 120 miles. Yeah. Like, what is your deal? And then finally she's like, so that we're we're about thirty minutes in, into Iowa, and she decides oh, I'm going to pass you and just and I won't say how fast I was going, but <laughs> you were doing the speed limit. I was doing the speed limit, and I mean just fucking boom, gone. Yeah, like what the fuck, dude? I, and she was on her phone the whole time. Obviously, I could I could see her texting. Yeah, and when I passed her, she was FaceTiming. <laughs> I was like, fucking kidding me? Yeah. That is the biggest, like... Or the the car the other morning going to work who stayed in the left lane from where I... <clears throat> so from the theme park mm-hmm. all the way past where I exited. Yeah. Stayed in the left lane the entire time. Yeah. Like, that's not a, that's not a cruising lane. Yeah, that's a passing lane. But, dude, look, here's the thing. There are laws against all of those things. Yep. They're not enforced. 
it's like uh, you're a big football fan. It's like there's holding on every play. Yeah. But But they don't enforce it because the game would never fucking end. Or they call a phantom personal foul that you still can't find after watching the replay of the play a hundred times. Oklahoma State. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. So it, it was the KU Oklahoma State game. It's a great uh, game. Both teams were didn't play defense. Well, K- that's Big Twelve football. Yeah, <laughs> K, KU was driving, and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, we're gonna call a holding. Oh, we're gonna call a, a personal foul. Like, where's the personal foul? Like, even the refs were like, "What the fuck was that?" Or the non-call of pass interference that was oh, it was the offsides. Clearly offsides like a yard past the line of scrimmage before the ball is snapped. And he sacks the quarterback on fourth down. Well, yeah, it's a major, you got, you got to call it. Now, did that cause KU to lose? No. Did it, was it part of it? Yeah. But throwing two interceptions in the fourth quarter, you're not going to win the fucking game. Get your shit together. <laughs> you had them beat. Oh, in better news, KU's ranked number one in preseason basketball. Yeah. And Duke's number two. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> Fuck the NCAA. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, the so, NCAA has needed to go so away they, for a long time. So they come down on Kansas for violations. Mm-hmm. Did the, Now, the FBI and the courts both said KU was the victim, mm-hmm. and they proved it. NCAA was like, well, we don't agree with them because we're the NCAA. So you got a bunch of fucking career in, or program killing violations. They drop them all to fucking nothing, mm-hmm. and they vacate the 2018 Final Four and 15 victories that Silvio D'Souza, the games he played in. Mm -hmm. Now, why did he play in those games? Oh, because the NCAA fucking cleared him and said, yeah, you can play. Yeah. And now you're going to take everything. Fuck you. If I was KU, and granted, I'm a KU fan, I get it. Mm -hmm. I would sue the shit out of him. Fuck you. You cleared him. You fucked up. You can't take my shit away from me. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, that's because organizations like that don't admit they're wrong. No. And just like the whole fucking USADA thing and the UFC, the UFC terminated their contract with USADA. And they should have a long fucking time ago because they got nothing but complaints. They were showing up at fighters' houses at six o'clock in the morning whenever they're off training to test them for drugs. Yeah. I mean, no. like, don't have a fight coming up, haven't had a fight in, like, months, and 6 o'clock in the morning. Or they were also doing it, like, the day before fights, like, showing up at, like, 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning while guys are trying to sleep because they got to fight the next day, waking them up for drug tests. No, that ain't cool. Yeah. It's a bunch of fuck fuck going on. Yeah. Yeah. but well, And then USADA releases this thing about how... The UFC is going to tank the sport because they're the only ones who can administer these tests, even though they've fucked them up consistently. Yeah, no, no, fuck that. So, like, part of the NCAA investigation, and it affects you because you're a Duke fan, mm-hmm. was Zion Williamson. Yeah. And how he wanted 100, 100K from KU to go there. Mm-hmm. And KU said, fuck off. So, where does he go? Duke. Has Duke been investigated for it? Probably not. No. Why? Well, because of Coach K, that's why. Yeah. And I like Coach K. You know I like Coach K. Yeah. 
But let's just be 100% transparent. If you think your college team is not paying athletes, <laughs> uh, you need to wear a helmet. Pre-NIL, they were still paying athletes. Absolutely. I, I know they were. Every single one. Yeah. So, but if you're going to name this person with the FBI and yeah. the federal court, why isn't the other college that he went to That's Cam, being Newt- in- Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Same thing. I mean, look what happened to Reggie Bush. Yeah. You know what? I watched the documentary on uh, Johnny Football. Johnny Manziel. Now, whatever you think of him, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. So, he's watching the university make a shit ton of money on him. Mm-hmm. And he signed some autographs, set up a company, him and his buddy, mm-hmm. or his buddy did to sign autographs, and his buddy would sell it. Mm-hmm. And they come down on him. Why? Yeah. Why? Well, I'm of two minds on that whole thing. Like, I don't. I'm not particularly a fan of the whole NIL thing and kids jumping from university to university yeah, because I don't, I don't of like, it. I don't like that part. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like I, the transfer I don't, rules. I don't like how much money the universities make off of these kids. But, however, I mean, unless you know the interior workings of it, like everybody's under the impression that all of these kids have these four-year full scholarships where everything's paid for and all mm-hmm. that's not the case. I think if they made that the case and, but here's the bottom line, a vast majority of college athletes, number one, don't graduate college because they go there to play a sport and then they don't go to class or whatever, or they, they get they, some, they, they, go, they go to class or they have, their, they have tutors yeah. to help them with their classes until They've, they're, they tell her like, Hey, I'm done. Yeah. My season's over or I'm leaving early and my season's over. Yeah. So I'm not going to do this anymore. So we see that a lot. Yeah. So they're basically it's being treated as almost like a, a semi pro thing, but here's, here's the reality. They are semi pro. Let's be honest. They're semi pro yeah, in college. They are. Let me finish. Let me finish. Here's the reality though. Fucking Ross pro. A vast majority of these kids are not going to play professional sports. Mm-mm. 99.9% of them are not going to play professional sports. But they're under the assumption that they're the 1% that's going to make it. Yeah. Or the half a percent that's going to make it. Well, I think so either start making it to where they have to stay 4 years, they have to get a degree and it has to be it can't be in something bullshit to where they can have a job at the end or you pay them. Remember blue chips? Yeah. <laughs> the kid, the, the, the star point guard was failing TV. Yeah. How do you fail TV? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you sit around and watch fucking TV, man. Yeah. And, and talk about it. Yeah. But that's the, but that's the that, thing. And that's what you're talking about. Those yeah. Bullshit classes. Yeah. They're taking bullshit classes and getting bullshit liberal arts degrees that don't translate into a job. There was a, what was it? Arkansas. And that's a disservice that the university is doing to those yes, students. I, I agree. So I, well, I think it was like Arkansas A&T or something like that, like a smaller D2, D3 school, mm-hmm. has a new degree program of being a social media influencer. I'm not shocked. Like you're just, that's stealing money. Yeah. That's what you're doing. You're you're offering something that's worthless to steal money. Yeah. I, Which, believe, I believe it was something like that. I, I saw. I mean, it, I have like, a huge problem with our educational system especially post-education or you know that college level education 
let's be honest, how, you're sending 17, 18, 19 year olds telling them that they have to go to college. We've been doing this for God, since I was in school. I know that probably before, probably since the 60s, 60s 70s. 70s, probably yeah. is when it really kicked Where off. in the 70s, you could get a bachelor's degree and it meant something, and it still does. Don't get me wrong, I'm not. Not advocating mm. for, but now you are saturated with people with bachelor's degrees. Mm-hmm. And so to get anywhere. And the cost of school. Is, well, now <clears throat> even that, it depends on where you go. There's other options. So I've been having this argument with somebody very close to me right now who's going to go back to get their master's degree. So here's the thing, though. You, you say that, yes, but for high school kids... They're not given those options. What they no. are, what what's pushed on them is you need to go to a major university, a major university, yes. and get a degree from them, and yes. it means more. So, you, I know when I was in school, they pushed major universities, and like Northwest Missouri State, uh, Western Missouri or Missouri Western, and what's the one in Springfield? CMSU, yeah, or, or they have Missouri State and all like those. But now there were so many other options even then that we didn't know about. And when I decided to go back to school, all I did was a simple Google search, and I was inundated with schools, especially online ones, which online has been a thing like Park University since the 90s mm-hmm. when Internet was still newer, but they still had that option because of military, yeah. which is kind of their their thing. And so I've been having this argument with somebody, again, close to me, I'm not going to name names, about getting their master's degree and how much it would cost at the major university as opposed to, say, where I'm going. It's a major fucking difference. Mm-hmm. So I was going to go to Park. It was $2,000 a class. For three credits, it was two grand. Mm-hmm. So you're taking 12, 12 classes for a master's degree. I'll let you do the math on that. So now I'm now paying nine eighty five for three credit hours. That's a big difference. Yeah, and it's I mean it's still a little little pricey. I won't deny that, but it's more than half of what that university is. And mm-hmm. Park's a good university. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But even like you look at KU, it was about two to twenty five hundred a class, depending on the class the class you were taking. And it's not set up for working adults. It's yeah. something you got to take into account. This person has a full time job, has a kid. I'm sure you can figure out who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But, Mike, you got to think about all this stuff where what I'm doing is one class for masters is one class every eight weeks. And you have a full week per assignment. And it's a cheaper rate. And it's, you know, like you have to look at accreditation. So, it, and it's still accredited to the same places that, like, accredit Baylor, Kentucky, you know, your major university. So you're still regionally accredited. What's the difference? You're still getting the same education, just a different school name. And we got to quit looking at, oh, well, I went to this school. Okay. It's the same fucking education. You're reading the same books. Yeah. I don't disagree with you, but it's a stereotype. So or it's a bias. Yeah. But things have changed so much just in the last five to 10 years with education so like SAT and ACT scores. You know when you hit mean jack shit. You know when you hit twenty four, you don't have to do that if you go back to school. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. And now you've got some life experience. 
mm-hmm. that you can draw off of. And <clears throat> I'll be honest, going to college at so I tried uh, Mark Community College when we first got on the job. Yeah, I failed miserably. It wasn't for me. Now it's not a problem. But I'm older. I've learned a lot more, and it means more to me now. It's where at eight, you know, eighteen year olds, what are they gonna do when they get out of the house and go to school? Party. Just like my buddy did. Yep. Just like a lot of people we know did. Mm-hmm. And there now they have some a bunch of debt and nothing to show for it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was looking at going to Notre Dame <clears throat> until I saw how much it was gonna be. Yeah. And that was back in ninety eight. So what one of my degrees is from Waldorf University. D two school up in Forest City, Iowa. So they have both brick it's brick and mortar and it's online. I'll be honest, man, it was damn good education. I learned a lot. I have no issues with it. I, You know, I used to be one of those, oh, I had to go here because I want that name. Mm-hmm. It's just a name on your just diploma. Did you complete it? Did you learn something? That's the two important things. Yeah. And can you apply it to the job you want or to the field you're in? Yeah. Well, I think... A lot of these colleges and universities, really a lot of the classes and degrees they offer, whoever's the accrediting body should say no. But it's all about money. Well, yeah, it is all about money. A a secondary education institution is all about, it's a business. It's about making money. Mm -hmm. And to me, it goes right back to what we're talking about with, with athletes. So I'm going to give you a full ride scholarship, and I I think they've changed it from what I was reading to it's basically year to year. Even though I'm offering you a four year scholarship, doesn't mean you're going to have a four year scholarship because I have the ability to pull it for any reason I want. Yeah, as a university. So that's kind of where I'm. On, that's a gray area for me where you start jumping right. Well, from school to school. So, but that's that's beside the point. Yeah, a lot of them are. They are only allowed so many. So the scholarships break down as full and partial. Um, they're only allowed so many full four-year scholarships, mm-hmm. so many partials, and so many walk-ons. Yeah. And I, I don't know what the number is. I don't remember. It, it depends on the, but, sp- the sport and the school. Yeah. And if you're if you're a D1, D2, D3 mm-hmm. school, there's there's a whole lot of variables. But the, po- the point I'm, I'm getting to is <clears throat> I'm going to give you this scholarship it costs me as a school x amount but i'm gonna make y off of you Mm -hmm. so it's a good investment for me Mm -hmm. johnny johnny menzel's deal it was y squared (laughs) because they made he came out of nowhere like none of us expected what we saw right and his jerseys were selling people were going crazy everything that had his name on it people were buying and he's over here going, the fuck? I'm a poor college kid right now. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get an education. I get free meals and all that. But you're making millions on my name. Mm-hmm. I have no issue with what he did. Yeah. I mean, why, why can't yeah. I capitalize on my name? And see, that's and where. this is the problem I have with the NCAA and yeah. why I'm not. I, I don't fully agree with NIL but I don't disagree fully either. Yeah. 
there's there's got to be a happy medium to where these guys can make money and and women and the university and can make money but i don't like the transfer like oh like okay you had a kid can't remember his name now but he's been to like four different schools mm-hmm. and he hasn't even played yet yeah because it's you know i think part of it's a fit where it was like one of the Rush brothers when they went to KU. Mm-hmm. And he told Roy Williams what he was going to do. And Roy was like, the fuck you are? Get out. Yeah. It's my team. I decide what happens. Yeah. And I think there's some of that where you have people in their ears saying, you're going to be the best. This is, you know, mm-hmm. just getting in their heads, getting bigger and bigger. And they think there's something they're not. So I either make it four years or zero years. Yeah. If you commit to play, you commit to play. And I get it. I don't want to steal money from anybody. If you have a chance to go pro, that's fine. Right in the contract, you either go straight to the NBA, straight to the NFL, straight to Major League Baseball, whatever sport you're playing. Or you commit to us. If you want to leave row, that's fine, but this is what you're going to owe. Because you didn't fulfill your contract. You want to transfer, that's fine, this is what you owe us. Or that's what the other school owes us. Yeah, you can fix nil, and that's just one way potentially you could. And I'm sure there's a lot of legalities to it that are way above what I know. Yeah, I think it's a very, it's a very complex issue. Yes, that I don't think there's a. I mean, the obvious and easiest solution would be that if they're playing on a college team. They all get free education, free room and board, blah, 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 and that's it. But then also the college doesn't get to make money off their likeness. I'm I'm okay with that. And that's the easiest way to fix it because you keep it an amateur sport at that point. Yeah. However, colleges aren't going to go for that because that's a huge revenue stream. Oh, it's massive. College football, for most colleges, their football team funds every other sport. Yeah. For, For certain schools. It's, it's the basketball team. Yeah. So I mean, KU football has sucked for ever. <laughs> they have good. They have good. Good years sprinkled in and out. Yeah. Through a massive. Yeah. Amount of shitty seasons. Yeah. And but that basketball team has just made millions every year. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what the or, answer is. Or, hey, hey, I've made, you know, and this is where the NIL comes in. We've made X amount on you as a university. This is your percentage. Like, and make it fair. Like, everybody gets 10%. So now if, if your jersey sells, you know, 400 times better than mine, well, you're going to make more money. That's pretty fair. I, mm, I think you're opening the door to a dangerous area there. You can. Cause that's gonna, like I said, these are all, yeah, th- this is why they need to have people come together. One who are way smarter about this than we are. I'm just throwing out ideas. And if it don't work, it don't work. I ain't mad about it. And I can see the, I can see potential issues. What, what are you doing? Trying to have an open discussion, man. I know. Collaborations. Dangerous. A four letter word. Yeah. But so now, you can equate all of that back to these players and their mental health. So now you, you've already got added stress of being an athlete in college. 
and the stressors that come with that. You have to keep your grades up to stay eligible. There's a stressor. Now, you've taken a little bit of stress off me by free education and free room and board. But now it depends on which scholarship you get and how much money you get to spend on food or what your what your allotment is. Mm-hmm. Is it enough? So now I have to wake up at 4 a.m. to go to workouts. i got to watch film, but I still got to do my homework and attend class. Oh, we ha- we got travel day. We got classes here. You know, oh, I- I'm playing in Alabama and we're playing Georgia this week. You think my focus is on class? Now, what if I have a bad game? What if I get hurt? Yeah. And now I no longer get that scholarship. You know, I mean, there's th- these are all stressors for college kids who don't know how to handle it yet. Just like a lot of adults don't know how to handle it because they haven't had that adversity. What are they doing for that? I don't know. That's a good question. You have to have a college AD on. You like how I went all the way around? That was a 30-minute all the way around to get back to mental health. I'm getting better with my Moran. (laughs) (laughs) I miss him. Yeah, maybe he'll come back on the show one day. Yeah. You know, now now, I look at a D2, a D3 school where they don't have, they might not have scholarships for your sport. Yeah. Are your parents able to help? You know, now now you're increasing your student loan amount. Mm Mm-hmm. Because even doing online schooling, you get the option of, oh, do you want just for your classes paid for and your books? Do you just want your classes? Do you want your classes and books? Or do you want classes, books, and a living expense? Yeah. Student loans are, I mean, that's basically loan shark shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. Well. I can tell you it's a stressor for me, paying back student loans. All you got to do is just stay in school for the rest of your life, and you won't ever have to pay them back. I did watch a TikTok on that. This guy (laughs) was like, all right, you want to beat student loans? Let me tell you how. As long as you're in school, you don't have to pay them. Go to your local community college, sign up for one class every semester. Yep. And it's going to be like, what, three, four hundred bucks? Yep. What are you really out? Yeah. You know, if you file bankruptcy, the only thing that doesn't go away is student loans. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. And why, why, why would schools jack up the price on that? Oh, yeah, because the money's guaranteed by the government. Mm-hmm. Shocker. So we, we've, had that, we've had that argument with my dad. So my dad went to KU, mm-hmm. and he had a minimum wage job. And he was able to pay for an apartment. And so did my mom. They were together at the time. Yeah. So they had an apartment. They each had a car. Plenty plenty of money for food. And he could pay cash for his tuition. At KU. He's like, well, why can't you guys do that? Because of math, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he couldn't wrap his head around. How much more it costs. How much more what it costs and the yeah. cost of living and all that. You know, and I, and I get it when you're so far removed from something. Yeah. You don't see it. Yeah. And you really got to 
show them the numbers, like what rent is, and you have to work, and you can't live off student loans because then when you pay it back, you can't pay your rent, yeah, or your mortgage, or buy a new car when you need one, yeah. even a used shitty one, yeah, because you can't afford it. Yeah, dude, it's fucked up. Cost of living inflation in this country has went stupid. Yeah. I mean, stupid. Like, whenever I was in California a couple weeks ago, like... What was gas? So, gas in Nevada. That's what I was getting to. Gas in Nevada. So, Lake Tahoe is split. Yeah. Right? Half of it's in Nevada, half of it's in California. So, the half that's in Nevada, gas is like five bucks, five fifty. I don't know. It's more ex- oh. more expensive than it is here. Gas in California, $7. Yeah. So, if you live in... Across the state line... Literally, gas stations next to each other, $2 difference. That's a big difference. And so I watched a a thing. Gavin Newsom was talking about the gas prices. And the reporter, I give the reporter props because he wasn't letting it go. He was on him about it, of why is Californian gas so much more expensive. And Gavin Newsom was trying to you know, blame the gas companies of how they're price gouging them, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, but why? Like, why Why do you have a $2 state tax on gas? Well, because of blah, blah, blah. And like, he was trying to like justify it. And it's like, no, dude, like nowhere else has this expensive of a gas. Why is it so expensive here? So, like I said, I'm going to Illinois next month. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'll get gas in Missouri right before I cross the state line. And that will get me to this house. I'll have to fill up on the way out, but it's only one fill up. It's only half a tank. Yeah. I mean, I could, could I make it back to Missouri? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be pushing it. And yeah. I, I, don't, I don't do that. Because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. You get stuck in stop and go traffic and you're fucked. Yeah. So I'm not, and I'm not going to do that. I, I fill up half a tank, even normally. Yeah. It's half a tank, I get gas. But their gas tax is so much higher in Illinois. Now, my buddy lives, he pretty much lives on the Indiana border. And gas in Indiana is a lot cheaper. Yeah. So, you just hop over and get gas. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> and he drives a diesel. Yeah. I mean, he's, that's, just, that's just him. He's always driven a diesel, even since we were in school. But it's ridiculous. Yeah, dude, it was. But they do have nicer roads than we do. I can tell you that. Well, I can tell you the California roads weren't any fucking nicer. No, but Illinois has a lot of state troopers too. So, yeah. But if you're not doing a hundred, you're not keeping up the flow of traffic. Yeah, and I'm 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 exaggerating. Don't get me wrong, but you're not super super wrong. I used to ride through Illinois all the time on the way to Indiana, Mm -hmm. and dude, I mean, better move. Yeah. Get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. Even in the cities. Yeah. Because we'll go through Springfield and it's like, all right, your seatbelt on? All right, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like that in St. Louis, man. That's yeah. why I go so far around St. Louis. I don't even go. I, I go north. I go through Hannibal. Well, to get where I'm going in Indiana, you have to go, I mean, I-70 to 64. That's yeah. really the only way to go. And But as soon as I get to St. Charles... I head south, and I go 45 minutes out of my way to go around because of traffic. I won't ride my motorcycle through St. Louis. Yeah, I don't blame you. 
So, and it's not even St. Charles. It's like Wentzville. Yeah. So. No, well, same. I don't like going, cutting through St. Louis, even in my car. Yeah. Fuck that. But I will. I got a ticket. Need in, be. I got a ticket in St. Louis. Probably. I was. I've been on the department probably about a year, driving through for family reunion, cousin graduation, something. I don't know. And we're literally getting passed by everybody. And we're the ones that got pulled over. And I got a fucking ticket. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, you were doing, I don't know, it was like 67 and a 65 or something. It was bullshit. The guy was just being a dick. And then wanted to try to lecture me. And I'm like, fuck you, man. Yeah. Ticket or lecture. Pick yeah. one. I just got, I mean, had literally just been passed by a Jaguar doing probably 90 fucking miles an hour. He didn't pull that guy over, but he pulled me over. Yeah. Nope, I saw you. Yeah. So you didn't see the Jaguar. Yeah. Maybe if I'd have been going 30 miles an hour faster, you wouldn't have seen me either. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> That's the one thing I about Illinois. I mean, it's like every couple of miles, state troopers sitting there. Because mm-hmm. they are just, they have so many cops. It's the land of taxes and cops. Yeah. At least in the, outside the cities. Yeah. They wonder why they have such a problem in Chicago. And the, and the mass exodus they're having in the state and same thing in California. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, when you see, I'll tell you what, even in Iowa, some of the, like the smaller towns, gas was more expensive, mm-hmm. but it's a small, and there's long distances between towns. Yeah. Like we ate at a, a town, we ate dinner at this, it's supposed to be the best tenderloin in the country. <laughs> okay. It was okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so in this town, it was called Peru. I thought they, they, it wasn't Peru. It was Peru. I was like, it's Peru, man. You're yeah. saying it wrong. Yeah. No, no, it's Peru. I'm like, eh, that's, that's Peru. Just like Hurricane Utah. It's Hurricane. Yeah. Yeah. Church it up all you want, dirt. Yeah. So the only thing in this town was this barn grill. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was good. Don't get me wrong. But it wasn't like blew my, blowing my socks off good. But no service. Cash only. <laughs> the lady that ran it was like 90. Yeah. She was the owner, the cook, bartender, and waitress. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. And just a bunch of locals. and But like you had to pay extra for a tomato on your sandwich. And you're like, okay, that's fine. When you got the tomato, it was a homegrown tomato, and it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> the prices were were more. Yeah. But you're talking two lanes all around. Yep. And nothing else there. So, I mean, I get why some gas prices are higher, because it costs more to ship to you. Yeah. Totally understand. Yeah. But when it's a statewide thing. Yeah. It's an issue, dude. Well, like even the restaurant that we ate at. Like sitting there looking at the menu, there was not a food item on the in, on the menu that was less than twenty bucks. Everything was twenty dollars, and it ranged from twenty to like, I think the most expensive thing on there was like fifty bucks or something. But it's like, why would I get a hamburger? Why would I pay twenty dollars for a hamburger whenever I can pay twenty four dollars and get like a meal meal? Yeah, spend the four bucks. Yeah. Have you seen the deal with the tip culture? Uh-uh. So apparently, I didn't realize it was becoming a thing. 
I saw a couple of videos on it. And people are tipping less because prices have increased. Yeah. And wages have not. And servers are getting angry. And I get it. I'm not a huge fan of, like, I, I don't mind tipping. You do a great job, I'll tip you well. Yeah. If you do a shitty job, I'm still going to give you something. I disagree with that. Well, that's fine. <laughs> but I also understand that it might not be your fault, <clears throat> depending on what happens. Yeah. Now, if the food takes a long time to come out, I can't blame the server for that. Unless I know they didn't put the order in right away. Yeah. But, and I'm big on being left alone. Or the food comes out whenever it's cold. Yeah. Like I know, Then I, that's the server. Like, yeah, it's been sitting there a minute. Yeah. But I don't like the fact that they are dependent on us and tips. You know, and you see a lot of TikTok videos from people of other countries not understanding things here. You know, like you, like in England, for one, the price on the tag is the price you pay. Tax is already included. Yeah. Why don't we do that? You go over there, you don't tip because they make a good wage. Yeah. You can tip. It's just a bonus. Yeah. Why don't we do that for our servers? That's a good question. As far as the tax thing goes, we have so many, like, you get taxed federal taxes, state mm-hmm. taxes. City. City, county. Like, I mean, and there's they tax everything. Yeah. For, like, we're getting, like, quadruple taxed. Yeah. So The, I, the one guy, thing that has always pissed me off the most, property tax. Yeah. Once I pay taxes on it, it's mine. Leave me alone. Yeah. Because how long is it going to be until you get some politician or a group of them and they're like, oh, hey, they bought a toaster. That's property. I wouldn't be surprised if that so eventually we're gonna happens. we're going to tax everything in your house. Yeah. I mean, what makes a house and a vehicle and land the ones you're going to tax? Yeah. Well, that's why there needs to be term limits. Like, yep. We need to get rid of career politicians. Like, that's not a fucking career. It's a, supposed to be a public service. It's supposed to be. I'm pretty sure George Washington set the tone on that one. What do you mean? Two terms. Yeah. That's it. Eight years. Done. Go back to your farm. Yeah. Or whatever it was you were doing. Yeah. No, we fucked it up. So, anyway, uh, we're an hour and a half. Perfect. So, all right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, remember, if you're struggling, reach out. There are resources out there. If you know somebody that's struggling, reach out. Let them know you care. Let them know what resources are out there. And, uh, don't look for us on YouTube because we ain't going to be there. So we gone. <laughs> um, yeah. Have a good one and we'll see you next time.